sisters, listen closely. Finding out he's the one can sometimes feel like traveling through a desert of uncertainty. I mean, every time you feel like you've reached an oasis, it ends up being a mirage. As your resident sister and friend, here are five common red flags that you need to steer clear away from. First up, if he's asking for your phone number straight off the bat, but not your dad's, well, that's a major red flag waving in your face. Next, if he's hitting you up with texts and calls late at night, you better believe he's not serious and chances are he won't respect your boundaries. Watch out for those put down disguised as sarcastic banters. You know, the ones that make you the butt of the joke. It's time to show him the door. And oh, if he's more interested in hearing himself talk than listening to what you have to say, girl, that's a sign you need to run in the opposite direction. And let's not forget the classic line, my ex was crazy. Yeah, right. If he's mouth-mouthing his ex left and right, chances are he's the one with the issues. And those are just the obvious red flags. Let's help you uncover what's really hiding underneath the surface with Vibe Check, the ultimate prompt card game for meaningful connections. Crafted with deep respect for Islamic traditions, Vitech goes beyond the surface, allowing you to discover the essence of your potential life partner's faith, character, and aspirations. With eight thoughtfully crafted categories and 135 thought-provoking questions, Vitech ensures a comprehensive understanding of your potential spouse, from values and ambitions to personal quirks and preferences. I mean, skip the surface-level discussions and dive straight into what truly matters. Visit our website, www.thedigitalstory.com now and take the first step towards finding your righteous partner. Your journey to marital bliss begins here. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. It is your girl, Adar, um, back in the stew and you're listening to the Digital Sisterhood podcast. You know it's only right that if we're going to have a men tell all, that we also have a women tell all. And so this week we're playing Vicheck with four incredible women. So I'm super excited for this conversation. Uh, I know some of you guys listened to the Brothers episode, so I'm sure you guys have thoughts. I'm excited to see how you guys play it. And yeah, let's start from the right, because right is the sunnah. So on my right here, do you want to introduce yourself? Hey guys, um, you might know me as uh, Noelle or Bella Big Deal. Bella Big Deal. I cannot believe I'm being shy, you guys. I thought, you know what? It's like when you have your big turn, this is your big moment. Let me start again. I think I need more energy. <laughs> You know, when you're with greatness, this this uh, um, podcast means a lot to me. You know, it's so humbling to be around such honorable women. Um, and, and when uh, Adar asked me, I was like, you know, I never get shy for things, but I think I'm shy. You can't be. Because I want all the personality that is Bella Big Deal. I'm there. I'm there. You know, I'm tapping in. You just you just get me warmed, get up, warmed and, up and I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> so you guys, again, I'm, I'm Noelle. Uh, I'm no, I, I know myself. I call myself Bella Big Deal, but I am 
humbly the smallest deal in this room today Bye. and and, no, uh, and you guys are gonna no. be around the most amazing women and you're this is gonna be a great one i'm so excited that Bella big deal is here you guys I'm just, I'm just so excited that you're here i just want to say that i was on time and i came <laughs> all the way from downtown toronto oh, okay. Park, you know what I'm yeah. and eglinton still has construction as the brother no. was talking about <laughs> what's going on here it's, it's <laughs> it won't change the street will not change Absolutely. i think i think it's supposed to remind us of life lessons that the, although the path and the road is rocky you still make it to your destination Ooh. absolutely that's that's the gems that's the gems that's the gems how did she turn eglinton into poetry <laughs> whoa welcome i'd be doing that sometimes wow. you know what i'm saying i couldn't do that with the brothers because i was shy but you know what i mean <laughs> i'd be smart and stuff honestly you gave me seven i said 658 because when Adler tells you to come on the digital sisterhood podcast you best not be a minute late and so i was here <laughs> you know and I'm, what? Excited. I'm, I'm still i'm still so honored that you guys came anyways you know, forget about on time. Just glad that you guys showed up and that you're showing out. And I'm excited to play the vibe check with you. Woo. So, Bella, big deal. Thank you for the introduction. Thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, before we go to the next person, I want to ask Bella: Are you looking for marriage? <laughs> oh, wow, you gonna saw me like that? Okay, am I looking for marriage? Of course, I'm looking to mm-hmm. perfect my dean. And how can I perfect my dean without? Oh, oh wow! You know, fire answer. Don't fire know. answer. So. Absolutely, everybody should be looking towards getting married and yeah. getting away from this fetna in this dunya. So, no, I'm, not, I'm, and I'm not married, so absolutely looking yes. for marriage. Okay, mm. next up. Hmm, you already know. Ooh. <laughs> it's your girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's Boobry, Bobry, Aubrey, whatever you want to <laughs> call it. You know, I leave it up to interpretation. I get called everything under the moon and the stars. At name B U B R E Y on Instagram, you already know. Come plug, find me. Plug, plug. <laughs> plug. Victor. Um, and I don't know why Bella Big Deal is not saying she's a big deal at this no, table. Oh she's, a she's a massive deal. deal. She's, she's a massive deal. But but we are all big deals at this table. Whoa. I have I have uh, a lot of knowledgeable sisters here. Uh, if you Men's see the knowledge. if you see how the place is sitting, knowledgeable to my expectations. But obviously, we all can learn more. Mm-hmm. Um, but this. You, you you chose very wisely. I did. I, I, wanna, I, I did. I, I want to know how she chose this lineup because uh, this is fire. This might take more than an hour. No, it will. It might be. <laughs> but I, 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 I it was very intentional about who I chose to come on this podcast. So Uba is and Uba Vabre or however you want to. Oh, she get my government. <laughs> now, but have to, you have to. It's okay. It's okay. Call. Is 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 someone that I met at the masjid. I think I met you through a bunch of people, and and at the time you were doing all kinds of programs to help Somali youth, especially with gun violence. Mm-hmm. And Oba just, just had, she's just such an inspirational and charismatic individual. Shout out to and her. I just know she's going to bring the heat on this game. I just yes. know. I already know. I'm excited. So thank you, Oba, for coming. Thank you for now for coming. Of course. So you guys, next up, we got <laughs> Lule. Come on, guys. Don't do that. Happy wide receiver. What do they call it? What they, they have a nickname for you, but I forget what it was. Nah, it's nah, LA, nah. fam. LA. LA. <laughs> That's just my initial A Y. Yeah. Um, salam alaikum guys. It's really an honor to be on this podcast. You know, everyone sitting at the table today are my sisters. Wallahi. We've met each other for the sake of Allah. We love each other for the sake of Allah. And I'm just so happy to be here with all of you guys. I mean, so, oh it's just Lule. There's no other LA celebrity. Just your friendly neighborhood <laughs> sister. I ain't no celeb, but yeah. Lule, are you looking for marriage? Um <laughs> I think that um, everyone 
is at the end of the day is the sunnah of the prophet and we're all here to please allah and something that definitely pleases allah i love your answers everybody (laughs) everybody gave me pc political answers i love it i was gonna say the boys were very conventional with their answers i was like "Mm, i'm not angry yet the whole time I was listening to them, I was like, did they practice? Did they? Did no, they Wallahi, kind of give I them a never speech? gave because them a single Allah, card. I want to give them their flowers because their know. answers Fact. were amazing. Especially the I don't financial wanna, I don't want to give them I wanted flowers. Them to, I wanted them to slip on the finance questions. And they were like, <laughs> what? I, I think they knew they're on a big podcast. They're I like, mean, yo, we got to be have politically to, yeah, correct. We still have to. We still have to give I mean, if they want to get married, there's like 40,000 women listening to this. The heat was on though. You know what They don't want the socks to be closed. So next up and our last and final guest um, is Dad. my neighborhood Ukhti and teacher. My ma'alim. <laughs> my ma'alim. Assalamualaikum, <laughs> guys. I feel so good to be back. No, I'm, I'm so really happy to be back here. Wallahi. Um, I'm so grateful to be in this table right now with all my sisters. That means so much to me. And I'm really excited to play this vibe check. No, I can't wait. You know, the question... When the Crescent Moon became full, we'll definitely be The Crescent full, Moon full. didn't want to become full. She went to the other side of the world. And there but she did. Okay. Let's get a move She did. I'm super First excited. All, I, had, I had a fangirl moment right now when I was leading Salah. I was like, oh my God, I do not want to lead Salah beside <laughs> Hilal. <laughs> Can you take it from there? Because I'm not trying to call She goes, take it from there. Let's go. And I was like, what? <laughs> hit it one time. I hit it one time. You know, Hilal is real humble. Man. You know you what know, I'm saying? She's humble. She, she, she gets all of us to lead Salah, Absolutely. even though she it's wedged for her to lead it. Yeah. You know, but I mashallah. When I got it, I was like, shouldn't you be leading it? I know you know more Quran than me. <laughs> <laughs> May Allah preserve her May and, and her, um, her knowledge Allah and her. Super, super, super excited. So, now we have a team. We do. We, it's a good team. We got a huge team. So, I'm excited. Um, I'm going to explain to you guys how to play Vibe Check, just in case you don't know. The, it's, a, it's, a, it's a question that, you know, men and women who are looking to get married, who made their intentions known to play. Um, it's a questionnaire, kind of marriage questionnaire game where it asks thought provoking questions to create discussion. But the whole point of it is that, like, courting is very awkward nowadays. And sometimes people don't know how to ask the appropriate questions, the questions that kind of give you texture about a person, right? Sometimes we get stuck on, what's your favorite color? And it's big 2021. We're not asking big, nobody. Big 2020. We're not asking people what your favorite color is anymore. You know, we're getting to the, to the, the big questions because at the end of the day, real questions get real answers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right? Yep. So, um, yes. Yeah, so the game and, and the intention is, is that people, inshallah, it makes it easy for them to get married. You know, marriage is important and it's beautiful. Companionship is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I, I really believe that if you play this game, you'll you'll set yourself up nice. You will. Mm-hmm. You'll get to know a person afar more better like as as the brothers played last week as you noticed they i felt like i got to know them in ways i never did before even themselves they were like wow i i, I got to know nice or a b or sniper differently mm-hmm. um and that's what when you when you ask good questions you get you know great perspective so mm-hmm. i'm excited to get to know you guys in this way normally this game would be played with again between brother and sisters but here we're playing with each other and we're assessing you know the material of the game you know, and it, and it's really good. And you guys can tell me the truth. Is it like, good? I feel like the questions even, it, it's not only like marriage based, you know, when you when you ask these questions, you learn more about yourself. Mm-hmm. When I was listening to the brothers um, doing it with you, mm-hmm. I was answering it, not even looking for marriage. I was just answering it like, oh, what do you feel about this? And mm-hmm. when was the last time somebody did something nice for you? And I couldn't answer that right away. Mm-hmm. And, and I had to kind of look back and think about significant moments in my life Mm -hmm. and so that means these questions are very intentional and they're very 
thought-provoking. Yeah. It, 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 it gets deep on a deeper level. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I feel like anybody could pray, even with friends, like how we're doing it yeah, right now, you could. it's you're going to get to know people and like things that shape them as a person, right? Yeah, on a more intimate level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's a very multidimensional game. Yeah. You know, you can play it with sisters in a fun way and you can also play it for marriage. And it's a great gift, mm-hmm. you know? Y'all, Bradshaw's going to be popping Yeah. Now. <laughs> it's different. It's Absolutely. Check. It is. And we're going to see each other's vibes. Okay, so we're going to start with uh, the icebreakers. So I'm going to ask you guys like three icebreaker questions and then we'll move on to each category, inshallah. So again, we're going to start from the right. So Noah, we'll always start with you. And then time, end. come on, man. You know, <laughs> anyway, you we know, love to hear the from best. You. No, I'm kidding. Let's go. Let's <laughs> and then it. we'll end it with Hilal, inshallah. Okay. So the first icebreaker question is, what's something you could do better than most people you know? Control my emotions. Ooh. Um, I'm the youngest out of seven kids. And they probably think, oh, oh you're very like... Uh, full of emotions and you're like uh, what do you call it tart what, what do you call it with the youngest they're very um reactive help me reactive and yeah. needy. Uh, needy and yeah. uh, i'm pretty self-sufficient mm-hmm. and i know how i have emotional intelligence yeah i feel like a part of that comes from being raised by a, a, a father mm-hmm. uh, my mom passed away when i was very young oh, most of my parents know that she passed away when i was two mom. years old so most of my life i was raised by a, a, a man so not in a, a bad way to say like i lack emotional intelligence but it's when a abu raises you it's more on strategical living of life and mm-hmm. it's not like he he teaches you survival skills and sometimes you know when they say um how do you say in English? You, you get babied a lot, mm-hmm. right? I wasn't really babied, but I was taught like skillful things and, mm-hmm. and, and how to be a productive person in society and mm-hmm. how to be financially sufficient for yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, a lot of that came in handy as an adult because now I'm here and, and, and I feel like a lot of the things that I've accomplished uh, in addition to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's will was because of the the structure of my emotional intelligence mm-hmm. and not to take things way too serious in life and uh, you know so yeah. i would say i i have emotional intelligence i, I think that. i could control you know what i can tell yeah. i can tell because yeah. you're um i don't think you're as reactive but i think you're really funny yeah. and the thing is that you always talk about productivity on snapchat yeah, productive. you always talk about guys get, get your life let's do it noelle is uh, on snapchat <laughs> monday morning talk about let's good morning it. everybody where are we going we're going to work nine to five because get your bags yeah. let's no, do it and i'm looking at noelle from my bed okay with my hair looking lopsided like noelle please <laughs> no, <she's laughs> I, honestly you guys i want to just i i say this a lot like i make little jokes about like kids that are like overly babied by their mothers but i had first cousins can i tell a story five yeah. seconds yes. i had first cousins and they came to visit us from holland um and i remember in the middle of the night i was nine my first cousin was nine too and we we're sleeping in bunk beds i was under her and she was uh, above me her blanket fell and the whole night she was crying for her mom hoya 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 i thought something bad happened to her. I, I got up same age i said what's wrong with you she said my blanket <laughs> fell and i said so get it What's wrong with you? Get it. Get it. You know, and her mom came and she goes, And my dad said, She does everything on her own wallet, but it. Tell her to get her own blanket. And from now on, I tell girls all the time, get your own blanket. Get your get own up. blanket. I, I know it's, it's sometimes a harsh way to think, but sometimes when you... It's when reality, though. It's reality. Like, you, you can't be crowded all the time in life. No, you you got to kind of... This is a cool world, man. It's a cool world. It's tough. And, and so... Yeah. No, I, I, absolutely. Shout out to my cousin. Sorry if I, if I kind of put you on a dish with that. You're cool now. You're getting more than blankets now, okay? <laughs> 
Mashallah, no, but that, I love that. It, it really is an important skill to know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, independence, I feel like, I feel like some women mostly are independent. Absolutely. Most of us are very, very, I think a little too independent, but that's another conversation for another time. Uh, yeah. um, are you talking so, about her specifically? No, not specifically. Oh, I feel like in general, in relation, like, I think Somali women are very, online. very dependent, mm-hmm. depend, uh, in, sorry, they're very uh, independent. independent women. Absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes to their own demise. Not mm-hmm. null is definitely a movement. It is. Yes. It's a massive movement. It's a massive movement, which I'm here for. But in relationships, you can't just be independent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that's also very hard to shift off to because it's like, oh, my God, I got to pretend like I can't open this jar. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I got to I was going to say that. I was going to actually add that. I think <laughs> one of my bad, my bad traits is that I'm so into my independence that I almost fear, I almost have anxiety in the idea of having to depend solely on a man one day mm-hmm. and like not having to. So sometimes I try to say, how does it feel to be like a stay home mom? <laughs> and my sister's like, it feels good. You wake up, <laughs> you trust Allah, <laughs> your kids get grown, yeah. and, you know? And I, and I always wanted to raise kids that have strong Islamic identity. I always say that, right? But the way my life and my schedule is set up right now, I don't even have time for the people that live with me. Mm. So I have to find a way in this life, if Allah wills, when I do get married and have kids, to find a balance mm-hmm. and, and, and trying to be a go-getter and mm-hmm. obviously wanting to be a, a responsible mom. <laughs> yeah, a responsible mom. mom. Yeah, and have time. Yeah. yeah. No, but like, Oba, what do you think? Like, what is what's something you, you can do better than most people you know? Um, well, I do want to say something that I didn't know, Bella, mm-hmm. um, that I resonate with is I was actually raised by a single father as oh, well. Yes. Single uh, father's club yes. here. Mm-hmm. Yes. So also, like like you said, I had to tap into like a lot of emotional intelligence and internal work because I was raised by a man who was always working, never showed emotions, you know, never... Um, was on the softer side more mm-hmm. hard body so mm-hmm. i grew up a hard body myself Absolutely. you know and i don't do well with feelings expressing Absolutely. feelings emotions things like that so um growing up becoming a woman um trying to learn that for myself was like such a feat you know mm-hmm. but for me just to be different from your answer and just slightly of course, of course. i'd say for me it would be um self-awareness um Beautiful. I took a lot of time to learn myself as much as I can um, to understand why I do things a certain way, why I think a certain way. Um, When, for instance, I'm at a point in my life where I feel low, I'm wondering why am I low? Like, what has brought me here? And then I kind of take accountability for the things that have brought me to that point in my life and why I'm there. And when I'm high, even, I also ask myself, why am I high right now? Why do I feel so great? And I take accountability for the actions that brought me to that point as well. Um, And even in my relationships to whenever things are bad, what have I done to bring this relationship to a point where it's not in a great place? And when things are great in a relationship, what have I done to um, make this relationship at the moment so great? Um, When I get into fights, what have I done? What was my part in this fight? Mm Um, instead of just, you know, always blaming other people or finding faults in everything else but myself, I had to learn what my role in my life is. And that was something that I feel I do better than Most people. a lot of people that I know. Yeah. So you're I, often the bigger person. I would say yeah. so. Sometimes I could be a little petty, petty. <laughs> but that's because I want to be. Absolutely. I know I'm being petty, but I want to be. Yeah. That, you know, there's We're a only difference. human, right? We're only human. Exactly. There's a difference, though. I know yeah. and I'm aware 
self-aware that i'm being petty (laughs) but i want to be petty you get me yeah Yeah. but more times though i try my best to be um the best version of myself that i can um and i try to check myself a lot and that's something that i realize a lot of people around me specifically um lack and even then i give them the space and the capacity to be able to check themselves Mm -hmm. um at least i try to and yeah, that's something that I feel I do well with myself is I check myself. I'm self-aware of my actions and what I say and what I do and the thought process behind it. And I'm still learning, but I feel like I've done a lot of work on my own with mm-hmm. regards to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe that because like whenever I remember whenever there was an issue, you always look at both sides. Mm-hmm. You know, you've always been a person like, hey, every, so everybody took a role. OK, mm-hmm. it's not just one ended story. And I've always admired that about you because I feel like you're very just. Yes. And I think you're just because you're just you're you're you practice justice within yourself. Like if you do wrong, you do wrong. And I like that. That's a, that's an incredible characteristic mm-hmm. in a person. And I and even when I am wrong, I know I'm wrong and I do beat myself about beat myself up about it. I don't just say, you know, like it is what it is like, you know. I know when I'm wrong and I check myself about it, even if I don't do that more times in a way that's public or, you know, more times in a way that other people are able to see it. I do do that. So, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast right now, we have beef and I did you wrong. Listen, <laughs> is that time of year? Forgive me for the sake of Yo, a lot. It sounded like one of those that I'm a lot very early. <laughs> Forgive me for the sake of Allah from now because, you know, I got no beef with nobody. I'm, I'm living life over here. Yeah. This one time, Aubrey, you were very... Li- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we straight. We, we, we sisters. <laughs> Lule, what could you do better um, than most people you know? I would say, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know if it's a Somali girl thing because <laughs> I really relate Ooh. with Obahan <laughs> and um, Noel. But it's just like um, something I feel like I do better than other people is that I know how to read the room you know beautiful um social butterfly i definitely pick up on vibes of people very easily and i know how to act you know what i'm saying i know how to conduct myself i know how to speak to people when it's necessary you know um so yeah uh i'm very independent um and i don't like leaning on other people so (laughs) i just feel like i really related with you guys on that but um, something I feel like I can do better than other people is just read the room and all different types of people and, you know, just al- pick up on social cues. She ain't never lie. <laughs> Mashallah. Facts. Hello. All facts. I just want to say there's a whole table of girl dads. <laughs> Mashallah. 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 Shout out to the Somali dads. Shout out to raised their daughters. Mashallah. 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 Yeah. We don't give them enough credit because there's so many of them out Mashallah. there. Mashallah. You know, May Allah bless our fathers. fathers. I mean, I mean, I mean. So what I can, let me just to make my answer different because I relate to all you guys. Um, what I can do different, I think, than other people is I can definitely, I'm a multitasker. Like, <laughs> great one. Like I'm not kidding you guys. I can do twenty things at once and they will get done. <laughs> so that's amazing. That's one thing I can give myself without feeling like I have to humble myself with that case. No, but because I, I definitely see you running to do groceries in her vehicle while she's doing a class on live, mm-hmm. while she's driving, yeah? She's driving to go grocery shopping and she's doing a doodles, okay? Wow. Hello, we'll be doing one hundred things in one go. And I used to look at her and said, I'm shocked that you've had had like a burnout because <laughs> she's just how do you in a class where you're getting like asparagus and you're also teaching classes about to eat you're just doing so this so you follow through with all of it because no, I, I, I finish I'm it, a yeah. little bad mm-hmm. I mean 
saying yes to 12 different things and I'll be on the ninth and the 12th is due. And then I'm like, I'm there, I'm there, I'm there, but I'm in the gym. And then I'm like, me, I do burn and out. I, Definitely. Yeah. I do burn out, but like, there, I'm not gonna lie, I've mastered it now. Mashallah. But I'm, I am still struggling with when I cannot do it, how to say no. That is something mm-hmm. I'll struggle. I'll take my L with that okay. one. But if I do commit, mm-hmm. I'll, it will get done. But would I be in shambles? Yeah. Would I be half person by the end of it? Mm-hmm. Yes, I will be. Yeah. The day I knew I was going Same through is when, when I did suba in a wedding. That's oh. the day I said. Oh, this is this is. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I think I remember that. And I also had my al book, so I was doing subah with my students, and then I was going to al that time still. Yeah. So I remember I had al test the next morning, and that girl was my friend, friend. Like, I couldn't miss her wedding. Yeah. So I just oh, sat sure. there, came early, did the subah thing, and I did brambur at the end of the night. So yeah. it worked <laughs> wow. out. So do you, know, so do you pro- procrastinate at all, or do you make sure Ooh, that you de- meet I will, deadlines? I am definitely a procrastinator. Okay. <laughs> but the thing is that I feel like for me, when I go towards my tasks, mm-hmm. I have to be in a thrill. Like if it's just if if there's too much time, mm-hmm. it doesn't work good for me. Wow. I need You're to be on a, my fire, my uh, super under pressure. It's good super questions. under pressure. I can vote for Halal. Quick quick story. Yeah. Got the job. Um, I seen her leave a bridal shower, pass her Quran, and then come back to the. <laughs> no, you're amazing. You're amazing. She left the she left she the, the bridal shower for like 10, 15 minutes. And to she go came, past her Ashin. To pass her Ashin, then she came back. See? Yo, why are you guys all seeing this? Nah, no, because oh, that's embarrassing. That's wild. Are you not embarrassed? I'm not embarrassed. Allah, but I feel like there's something with about a lot of people that are Ahlul Quran. They're very um, oh, determined. Allah, Allah, may Allah bless you guys. Because I, I, I see that in a lot of them. They're very mm-hmm. keen and they're very driven. Mm-hmm. And I think that's only a, a ni'mah that could come from Allah, right? Uh, yeah. All of us are just walking around and we just say, we don't have enough busy. time. You don't have a time, but yeah. you make time. But mm-hmm. sometimes who allows you to even make that time? It's you know, Allah. it's something that it's yeah. in your heart and Allah. then... You, your limbs are showing it, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's all Rabbil Alameen. So the next question in Icebreakers is kind of a funny one, Uh-oh. but I think it's a good question to ask, which is if you could choose to give any animal the power to talk, which animal would you choose? <laughs> Bella, bro. <laughs> nah, you're, let me tell you something. We're I know I'm not going first. I know I'm not going first. We got to mix it up. Well, we got to mix it up. We got to get excited. <laughs> oh Let's my start God. with Lule. Oh my god. <laughs> Let's mix it up. Because I feel like I'm always going to have the pressure. <laughs> you will. I don't like pressure. You know, this one says she likes pressure. My girl. Yeah, 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 I do. Lily, start with that. Oh Take it off. Oh my god. Um, an animal? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like when this comes to mind, I keep thinking about all those animated movies. Madagascar? The, yeah, Madagascar. I love that film. Nemo. I'm, that's all I'm thinking about. I don't know. You know I, who I would do? I would do an elephant. Mm. The reason why I would do an elephant is that elephants are so maternal and so mm-hmm. community-based animal. I just want to know what they would talk. What do they talk about? If they could talk, well, what are they discussing? Yo. What's important to them? You know like, do you know elephants die from heartbreak? Yeah. Oh, wow. so Subhanallah. And I just, I, I, I just, I feel like there's a story there. You know, like I feel like, like right now, you know, I do interviews with people. Mm-hmm. If I could get an elephant to share their story, I know it break the internet. Like, I know, <laughs> Absolutely. I know it break the okay, internet. Okay, something came to mind. I know. Mm. I would want the bees to talk. The bees? Because the bees have, a, they have like a hierarchy. There's a queen bee. Mm. There's a lot of politics beer happening. Polys. Beer polys. Yeah. The bees. Mm. And, yeah. and, and, she, and, and then they'll tell us how how to make nectar, honey, easy way. No, the bees, definitely. No, definitely. And there would be like, they, they do a lot of structure. They have like, they're equivalent to like kind of human structure. Yeah, I feel like yeah, there's yeah. Like, there's they like help the ecosystem. Hierarchy. And they help yeah. the ecosystem. So, yeah. I think and the they probably complain talk. about us. But yeah. 
Not all the bees, definitely. definitely. I, I just, I just inspired me. <laughs> Done. Definitely the mosquitoes. I hate them. <laughs> I just want to know the reason. Like, what? What, what is, is the, the reason? reason? What is the reason? <laughs> why do you guys like me? Why do you like to eat me? I don't understand. Like, what? Why is it necessary? <laughs> no, that's a real question that everybody wants the bees to answer. It would definitely be no, no, an the, uh, Oprah tell-all yeah, well, on national television to a mosquito. Yeah. What do you want from our blood? What do you want? What do you gain? What do you achieve? Just unprovoked. Unprovoked. Oh, yeah. what do you think? <laughs> okay, put me on the spot, Bella. <laughs> Damn. Um, honestly, I have a couple animals that came to mind, but I don't have no reason behind it. I, j- <laughs> I just want them to talk. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, since she said bees in the hierarchy and, you know, they're similar to us and you want, you have beef with mosquitoes, yeah. um, I'm thinking, you know, like the c- closest animal to a human is what? A monkey? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I would want to know what goes through a monkey's head. Like, how yeah. close are they in terms of the mental capacity? Apparently, they're very intelligent. Human. Yeah. Apparently, they're yeah. very close to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're kind of interesting too. Like, uh, yeah, I would say too. And how do they feel about people? Uh, about theorists saying that you guys, we, we were all monkeys. Exactly. How do you guys feel that we took? The <laughs> the monkeys, look, the monkeys look at us like, boy, I'm not you. And I'm like, I'm not you Charles too. Charles Darwin, like, how do you feel about us taking the spotlight from you? Like, I would want to know. And there was an era of time where they used to take them and like, like experiment on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know they have beef with humans, like massive beef. Like the, the planet of the apes came from somewhere. Yeah. That's real life. So when we say yeah. thought provoking, this is the kind of questions I'm talking about. <laughs> this is my kind of thought provoking. <laughs> hey, Law, which animal? Which okay, animal? So I, I have two answers, but there's a reason. So the first one will be my cat. I want, oh, be- Bella. I want Bella to- if Bella was alive right now did you just call your cat Bella yeah I didn't mean you she better be a big deal when I said yo Bella <laughs> she definitely was she definitely when was. I heard the cat when I said her I said yo Bella I want my cat <laughs> oh, um, she passed away in February oh. we buried uh, her we buried her oh God, let me there's a story behind this Bella died Oh okay, and the I never knew, uh, and I didn't know, like it was because like, imagine this cat grew up with Hilal, been through Hilal, and if you listen to Hilal's podcast episode, that cat was there softening, you know, yeah. you know, really like nah, taking nah, care of her. Me, yeah. And when she died, and Hilal called me, tears in her eyes, and we all showed up in the middle of the winter to bury her. You know how hard it was. First of all, we buried her somewhere illegal, but the government don't <laughs> God, <forgive us>. us. <laughs> God forgive us. And second of all, there was a moment it's where exactly you have to bury animals, right? I, they were trying to burn her. I said no, nah, we're not trying. Okay. They were. We don't do that, right? No, I said no. I just felt like, yo, why would I cremate? I wouldn't cremate myself. Yeah. 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 And can you imagine we were sitting there emotional and then there was a moment where I thought, are we supposed to pray salat to Janazah? No, 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 and he no, 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 no. like this she goes no nigga <laughs> because it was just such an emotional yeah, charge was, day also on top of that our friend Samir Shilkhanur shout out to her I'm pretty sure Dang. her deheb she dropped her deheb and fell into it's, Bella's it's, it's in Bella's casket right yeah it's in there oh, no. like Bella is in fun is fact in though exp- Bella was wrapped in my dad's ihram <laughs> okay yeah. this is <laughs> fun fact we're lying but um, the real animal though aside from Bella shout out to Bella man that girl gave me 50 she years would ago, talk like, so much tea though she yo was, she would expose me though she would she would expose me man <laughs> but the definitely an animal that I would want to speak um, would be a whale like oh. under the sea I want to know like because the whales you know they inhabit a lot of the, the seas right Yeah. and like they see the sea life and they're one of the biggest animals like ma- what are they mammals mm-hmm. oh, no they're, are they called mammals mm-hmm. yeah girl I hope I'm right girl I did not go to school for a couple <laughs> years <laughs> don't be judging me right now but um, I want to know like under because I think a lot of times like I can see on earth obviously there's things that Allah hasn't shown us but under the sea is like I want to know like 
what is going under there. We've only, apparently we only got 9%. We've discovered 9% yeah, of what we the, haven't even the, seen the anything. Sea. I was going to say, land is hella ghetto. It's so ghetto. I need to know what's going on in the And Because I, I can't breathe in the water. Yeah. See, I can breathe on land. Mm-hmm. I can breathe to an extent in the air mm-hmm. when I go up a little bit, but I can never breathe in the water. Can, mm-hmm. can, so, can you swim here, Mm. <laughs> you know I'm gonna be honest. I was Nemo the fish like seven years ago. Okay, it's done. It's done. But now, if you, if you had the capability, once I'll come back. Yeah, that's it. As long as I just have to, I just have to go in the water. I want try to. It <laughs> There's one animal I also want to hear talk, and that's a penguin. I want mm. to know the secrets of their monogamous relationships. You know, a penguin chooses one mate in its entire life. In its entire life, mm. one mate. Wow. So I want to get the tea about what how a penguin chooses one mate, so I can write a book about it and tell the brothers fear alone. Okay. <laughs> and the seahorse, the seahorse that's pregnant, the man that's pregnant. Oh, seahorse, the men are pregnant, not the women. So I want to know, like, how's it as how a man to carry a baby? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Different. Did you just drop new news? What did you say? Right yeah, yeah, that's new knowledge. Seahorse, like, what are they called? Are they male and females? I don't yeah, know yeah, what to call them. Yeah, they are. Again, y'all, I'm going to school a long time, but the males, <laughs> what I am. they're pregnant guys, and they be shooting them like. Hey, last been listening to the discovery. You should be watching the y'all discovery channel Netflix, too much. Though. That's mm-hmm. why I be on Netflix and Disney Channel. Discovery, you know what? We know what series you like to watch. Yeah. And what <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Animals, um, depending on what you want to hear from it, depends on you, right? There's things that you're just curious about, and I thought that was a wonderful question to ask. It was silly, but it was. I think it's. I think it said something about everybody. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're gonna go to. Um, I think we should go to finance. Finance, but we have to start from the right all the time. Okay, because okay. it gets confusing. Okay, what does financial manipulation look like to you? Oh, what am Bismillah. Mm-hmm. You guys, if I if I if my answers are all over the place, I'm always gonna be the first to go, <laughs> voluntarily or involuntarily. Ada says the show must go on. The show must go on. The show must go on. So, could you repeat that question one more time? What does for financial 500? manipulation look like to you? Like if somebody's financially manipulating you, what does that look like? Okay, so I've never been in a marriage yet, and uh, no man has financially manipulated me. So we'll just talk about maybe things that you experience in mm-hmm. life growing up. Mm-hmm. Maybe like things even people around you experience. I think financial manipulation is when somebody takes and takes and takes, mm-hmm. um, knowing that you are a giver, mm-hmm. right? Wow. Uh, yeah. Girl, yeah. you know me. I mean, no, I you know, out. you know, knowing that you're a giver. So, like, I want to speak about my own, like, me as in general, because like, I want to st- sound very humble on this this podcast. I feel like when you spend money for the sake of Allah, it comes back in tenfold, right? Mm-hmm. It always tells you like who's gonna give Allah a, a lengthy loan, mm-hmm. uh, and you could give sadaqa, charity, anything like that. When it comes to like recreational activities. I could get you one day, you could get me the next day. But some people feel like when they think you're a financially smart person, mm-hmm. they think that you got it. That's mm-hmm. the scary part. Mm-hmm. A lot of people put an image on people that they got it, and we're just like every other human being. We got bills just like you. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not, uh, I'm not no Jay-Z, I'm not no well, Beyonce, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm just waking up at 6 o'clock in the morning doing what I got to do. But some people, I feel like they leech off of humans. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and sometimes it's taught in the house. Sometimes somebody didn't tell them. Like I feel like with us, when I'm the youngest, I've been corrected a lot in my life. Mm-hmm. Correction from the house. Is, is it tadabur? What do you call it? Tarbiya. Tarbiya. Tarbiya is huge, you know, in our culture, Islamically too. Sometimes when you see that you're doing something that's 
maybe not good, somebody in your household or your sister would be like, Alhamdulillah, I have five sisters. Mm-hmm. So somebody like, Han, ma fi ano. Ma yeah. didn't, I shouldn't be speaking Somali. Yep. Right? Yeah, well, you, sorry. So okay. well, I have siblings, so they'll correct me a lot, you know? Yeah. So I've always even maybe fell into selfish ways and I got corrected. Mm-hmm. So when I go out into the community and I'm giving and, or, or I see people giving, uh, necessarily not myself only, and then you see people that are takers. Mm-hmm. That that is financial motivation. Yeah, because they know they know the they type know of person. Yeah, yeah, and they know that they can benefit off it. And it's really hard too, especially if you're because uh, our Islam like we teach to give, right? Mm-hmm. And there's also this concept that like sometimes the money you give, it's not even yours to begin with. Sometimes mm-hmm. it belongs to the person. It was their rizq as well. Um, but then there are people who intend, like they they know the person that's a giver, and then they they. They leech off that, and especially like, like even burden, like you're putting a burden on somebody. So let's say like you you always got the bill. Oh my god, I got it. No, because you feel like you're in a different. Maybe maybe you have a full time job. Let's say your friend mm-hmm. doesn't have a full time job. You have a full time job. I feel like when I work, if I have a friend maybe not working as much, or maybe even in school, I always make it so that I pay the bill, whether it's small or big, because sometimes you feel like this you you don't want to put the person in a predicament where you want to divide sisterhood sometimes it's to, mm-hmm. we do things together yeah. you know it's, it's too, i'm not talking about like going on a shopping spree but like mm-hmm. look, two coffees is four dollars i don't need somebody to bring their two dollars and i bring my two dollars you know i'm not like that you know i'm not like that but it's like subhanallah even when i wasn't maybe like had a job or i was just like a high school student like i knew when to stop taking mm-hmm we have to learn as human beings when to stop taking. Mm-hmm. You know, because people will say, oh my God, here, I got you. No, subhanAllah, no, it's good. It's good. Like, I will yeah. literally fight you. Yeah. If you take... You, you have to learn, yeah. you know? And mm-hmm. some people, they pass the manipulation stage where it's like a given. They stand there with full pride mm-hmm. and they look at you. Girl, how you your husband? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, but, you, you know, but how does financial manipulation look like in a marriage, though? In a marriage? Yeah. Girl, are you married? No, mm-hmm. but it's interesting. I would hypothesize that in a relationship, for example, if your oh, husband oh, I got said, it. "Okay, sorry," okay. you know, it was Go all ahead. over the place. Yeah. I get shy. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> no, but you, okay, I'll tell you, you this. Fin- general, you got in general. Yeah. Okay, I'll say financial manipulation is if you put the rights that Allah put on you on me financially, Ooh. right? So I love to make my own money, right? But if I marry a man and he tells me, let's say I start having kids and maybe I'm going through postpartum or I'm going through a difficult time in my pregnancy, I'm sick. If he pushes me to continue to work. And he like, expects you to. Yeah, you have to work. I can't. I'm not paying enough. This bills and that. You make a way. I, I have sisters that are married. They always say, Nin, you help them as much as you can but Allah did not make us breadwinners mm-hmm. mentally physically we can't do we cannot breed your children and be the <laughs> specific financial household me I want to I want to do it but I don't want to have the burden that Allah put on you or the rights that Allah put on you you put on me mm-hmm. that's yeah. manipulation and that is manipulation you're mm-hmm. absolutely Yo, right. you're different yeah. Yeah. You, know. <laughs> she dropped it. you know she's the money girl right yeah, yeah. no you know what I'm sorry, I'm not the money girl I'm not the money girl at all meaning you have a good, you know I try to work hard and mm-hmm. I want to help in this day and age wallahi look at the life we're living in I heard the other day I was listening to another podcast they, they were saying you need to at least make 95,000 income wise to live a, a comfortable not even a comfortable like just a above life. N- means mm-hmm. uh, life in to Toronto survive. right yeah. mm-hmm. so again we're gonna look at where people are living some people are living in obviously countries that are more economically you know stable, stable and yeah. cheaper or whatever but if I'm going out there it's to help with things to make your life easier 
Mm-hmm. But that's that's mm-hmm. a favor on me. That's I'm not, a favor it's on not, me. It's not something that it's should like, be. When are you gonna upon get a job? Me. When are you gonna get a job? You got laid off. When are you gonna get a job? When are you gonna get a job? When are you gonna get a job? Brother, yeah, I, I, I have a job. Yeah, but it, and to be your wife. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know that meme of the white lady when someone comes to her like, "What do you do for work?" Uh, I'm a wife. I'm a wife. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, is unpaid labor. It is, yeah. and that's a lot of things I think brothers get don't understand that being a housewife at home is unpaid labor. Burr. It is a job. And if you were to know how much women should be making, sh- you would be quiet. You'd be <laughs> like, damn, I can't afford to pay her that. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. But for them, because it doesn't bring income, it doesn't count. Yeah. And that's a problem, right? Mm-hmm. If, you, if everything is monetary, is based on money, then that's a problem. Because there's things that your wife or your spouse will do for you that is value, just as valuable as income. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but Oba, tell me, what do you think financial manipulation Look like um, to you. in a marriage, right? In, well, in a marriage, in a relationship, yeah. In a relationship, in a marriage. I mean, I've never experienced it. <sighs> Let me just say that as a disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> just in case people think you're gonna be just like, in case. Oh. But you know, I like to theorize and you know put myself in scenarios and different shoes. So when I hear financial manipulation, it makes me think of um, dynamics and relationships where one person is more of a breadwinner than the other and uses that to their advantage. Let's say there is a husband that makes most of the money, pays all the bills, and has pretty much a lot of the money coming in, and the wife is a stay-at-home mom, you know. Um, I feel that a, and this is a characteristic of an abusive husband too, mind you, because um, nobody's a financial manipulator and is not abusive. Financial abuse is real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, in my mind, I see a husband that, you know, wants to be the person that takes care of, takes care of all the finances, but doesn't let the wife touch any of it. And when she does, she faces a lot of questions, a lot of um, she has to answer to a lot of things from him. And whenever she does need money, she has to ask of it. As if, you know, yeah, um, that's kind of the image that I got in my head when I hear that. And obviously, you know, that's not a relationship anybody should be in. Um, Whether mm -hmm, it happens. And, you know, a lot of people have to deal with that, that, you know, uh, they don't really speak on. Or if they do, you know, it's like, okay, well, you're not the one making the money anyway. So Mm. why are you talking? Yeah. And can I tell you something? For example, I'll give you a good scenario, and you're actually on the ball with this. A lot of women, not a lot of, I'll just say some women might experience that. Um, at first, he'll say, don't work. And then he'll say, you take care of the kids, and he'll bring the money. And then when you beef, he talk, he brings up but your, what you've spent into question. I hear it all the and time. It, and that and happens so rapidly. So now you're being emotionally, you're being financially abused. Like, they're using it as a, as a, as a tactic against you. Well, you, what did you spend all this money last week? When even though let's say that you're 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 disagreeing about something or you you're trying to call him into something that you know you're upset about, but then he'll use oh, I bring all the money into this. You last week spent five hundred dollars unprovoked, and then it's just to dis- to disregard your concern or your plea, and that is actually financial manipulation. Like I, in my humble opinion, that's actually abuse. Mm-hmm. I will go further to say that's abuse, mm-hmm. and and I find that a lot of women the reason why we're so independent. 
why we're go-getters, why we got four jobs, is that so a man can never say, never say that, never though. say yeah. that you spent this much and you were never. Mm-hmm. And 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 Absolutely. and that's where if I want that death, if I want those curtains, I'm getting those I'm curtains. Getting <laughs> <it>. If I want <laughs> a new uh, couches from my married, even I got married four years ago, brother, I'm changing I'm those couches. Changing it's happening. Those. If I want that Gucci bag, that twelve hundred dollar Gucci bag, bag, I'm getting that Gucci bag. I'm getting it with our joint bank account. You can't talk to me. Like and that's and that's the thing though and i think a lot of women are worried about being abused in that way mm-hmm. and i and i'll see and I, I can only speak for myself at living in a small household my mom makes me get 100 degrees so that i'm never in that position mm-hmm. literally she says it to me like straight so uh, when a man acts up you tell him there's but there's also extremes in that as well right because it's like I think a lot of us can be looking at the exit sign all the time, mm-hmm. and that's actually problematic as well. Before you even get married, you're already you're already, you're already look- ready, preparing stuff for divorce. Nah, mm-hmm. and that's the yeah. issue. Big blueprint. All but the, time. the reality is, I'm only getting all this degree, so I'm not financially manipulated. And, and you know, mm-hmm. like you, you just um, sounded off a bell in my head. Like if you look at a lot of the older generation Somali women that are in the country right now, that are like um, in low income housing or like struggling to you know take care of their families but they're doing it still because i mean look at a lot of our moms they make it happen still some way somehow with little to no education and you know off their backs because their husbands left them and Mm -hmm. you know the the husbands were the breadwinners and now there's like trying to grapple on bus jobs and this Mm -hmm. and that to make Mm -hmm. ends meet and they still do it and they still make it happen and they still end up getting their kids their jordans and ps4s and ps5s and all these things you know mashallah i mean especially the the mom there's so many hella single moms out here Mm -hmm. playing the role for both not to dog on the men that are like obviously present Mm -hmm. but the reality is a lot of us are raised by single moms and you see those single moms like they're preparing their daughters to never be in their situation because Mm -hmm. that's trauma right that's trauma they experience hella financial manipulation so much so that's the first thing your mom's telling you about life go to university so exactly so nobody takes advantage they have Mm -hmm. to like go out of their way and have to deal with so much just to ask their ex-husband to send them money to take care of their their children and pay for their rent and this and that sometimes they don't even talk to their ex-husband but their children will have to go to them and say yo abo like can i get 500 dollars to pay for textbooks for university it's like that is a situation that a lot of us do not want to be in and a lot of us we're like yo i'm never gonna be that that girl not even i think uh to sorry to cut you off i think a lot of not obviously i'm not attacking anybody but a lot of brothers or men are not um they're not living up to the standards of the the sunnah of men in general right like you see right now you you look for a sister right now we're we're trying to look get married or looking for marriage you'll see somebody say has she been married before uh, does she have kids? She's a divorcee. And automatically you're a write-off, right? But the sunnah of Rasulullah was to help. There shouldn't be that this much women single if there's enough men because you should be there to be either assisting the sister. She has three kids mm-hmm. and you, you marry her because of her financial situation. The men are not being the men of the ashabas. You get it? Mm-hmm. Everything is more what do I want in a woman and not how I could help the woman of this ummah, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like if we thought, we, we, we thought, more like that then a lot of us w- women would be first married and we would feel like we're coming home to men that are men mm-hmm. you know that they take care they take care of the ummah yeah. uh, another story so, i don't know why stories come to my head all the time <laughs> Go ahead. so my father i think uh somali people and this is very important for people to to know um so my siblings were seven four of them is from my father's brother mm. my wow. father's brother passed away mm-hmm. when the Two of them were like maybe newborns, like two years old, three years old. Mm -hmm. My father had the responsibility 
to marry my mother and take care of his brother's children wow. and have the rest of us. Mm-hmm. And he always brings up the story where you do not just get married because of your own individual needs. There's mm-hmm. people around you that if you marry this woman, a lot of barakah is going to come out of what's going to happen next. Yeah. Right? And I always like to tell people stories. Sometimes when I was younger, kids, people wouldn't understand it. Oh my God, your p- parents are brothers. Mm-hmm. It's a, I think it's an, a Somali thing that we practice. Yeah. I don't know if it's yeah, an yeah. Islamic it's a thing. It's a cultural thing. It's called Waluku Dumala. Yeah. Dumala, you know? Yeah. So it's like, now my siblings, what, we're like eight of us and literally... They call my father. All of them call my father Abu. Mm-hmm. Some of them have never seen their father. Mm-hmm. And so when you when I tell that story to guys my age, I'm like, damn, I'm not marrying my I'm not marrying my brother's wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, subhanAllah. Because they're in survival mode. That's the part of the culture is is that it's to protect the kids mm-hmm. and the wife, right? Mm-hmm. So that if your brother passed away, his kids are covered, right? They don't become homeless and in the streets, but rather it's the responsibility of the family and the men in the family. And that's that's nobility. Mobility. So when you're looking at marriages, you have to look for in multi, a family, multi, in a family this, yeah. context. Like yeah. who? How could you benefit people your, the most? You know, yeah, and your family so, and your dad. Sorry, I just want to share that. And that's really hard because he had four kids that that was from his brother. Yeah. Then he had more after four of that. Us. Yeah, so it was like eight he, of us. No, dad. And and literally, man, well, like yeah. he always says, like in Mahan, like these are my children. Yeah, these are my children. children. These are my brother's children. No one's yeah. going to love my, a, a strange man is not going to love my brother's children more than I. Yeah. And that's a man's man. Yeah. Yeah. Understand? Yeah. So yeah. That's, that's beautiful. And I, and I think that's one of the beautiful things about our culture because a lot of us practice that, mm-hmm. especially our parents' generation. I don't know so much about us, yeah. but our parents' situation because of survival for them, Absolutely. right? To so survive. Absolutely. Lule, what do you I think? I wanted to add on. I want to say shout out to the single moms. Um, shout out to yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the single moms Young because and old. they make it so easy. They make it look so easy, but it's so hard. You know, I feel like some Something we can all relate is that our parents never felt like we were missing anything Absolutely. at all. Yep. Like we had the world at our feet. And um, something I feel like is financial manipulation is that I, even in relationships outside of marriage, friendship, my mom has always taught me to never count favors mm-hmm. in my life, you mm-hmm. know? And it's like it rubs me the wrong way when s- someone does something for me and then they bring it up. Mm-hmm. And even Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about in the Quran, it's like, don't don't um, cause injury by mentioning your charity, mm-hmm. you know? Because it's like that sadaqah that you gave, it's gone. And the eyes of Allah is gone. Whatever you did is gone. And and it's just like, subhanAllah, financial manipulation. Like you are saying before, it's like the man, you spend money and he goes, well, I gave you A, B, and C, and D. Did I ask you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The thank you. But that was honestly, I know what you gave me. You don't need to mention it. So uh, may Allah protect all of us. May Allah make it easy for everyone. Great point. Great point. Okay, so I'm. Co- I guess I'm coming from like you've been married. You got a little experience, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, by the way, I forgot to. Say, you've been married before. Yeah, Mom's yeah, been yeah. Married before. I mean, if y'all listen to the podcast, <laughs> we know. Catch up. We but know. but what I will say is two things because just, just not to repeat, but basically, oh, I think what Uba said um, in regards to he is saying I'm going to be the man of the house. You stay. You just you just do you as a woman. Be a woman. You know, live your life take care of your needs or whatever you want and I'll bring the bread to the house, right? And then he allows you in that type of lifestyle but then when he marries you, all of a sudden now he's trying to control that money, mm-hmm. right? Like he's not letting you work. Mm-hmm. So if you're not gonna let me work and you are saying you're gonna provide for me, that provision is now coming with like locked doors. Mm-hmm. That every time you have to, it's not even, there's no problem asking your husband by the way, saying hey, can I, can I get money? There's some women that don't have a problem with that but giving her that honor and respect that when she's asking you you're not putting her down 
like she's begging you like some beggar on the street mm-hmm. like can i please have this money can i <laughs> can I, I need to go to a grocery store like what that's, that, to me that's just mad mm-hmm. so to me i feel like that's manipulation and a second type of manipulation is if in a relationship the woman is working mm-hmm. he's trying to control her money now Mm-hmm. So you you trying to come for her money now, and in the religion, you know, and this is why I say Alhamdulillah, Nirmatul Islam. The blueprint. Allah Akbar. Go to the blueprint, man. Because these, I'm no offense, but like, if you look at the regular, um, you know, non-Muslim person, right? Mm-hmm. Like, especially if you look at the white white person like, just be so specific they're they're saying no, no, this is real reality guys i'm about to spit some facts right now yeah, I, was <laughs> like, I was about to be a little bit am tasty, i on the breakfast club you're saying white Hello. like mayonnaise <laughs> <laughs> but they say Charlotte like boys. white aside from black women being successful white women are successful also right mm-hmm. and a lot of the times um they make the money and they also don't like how can i say this okay they're let me just get my thoughts but they don't they're manage ma- their money their, ma- their money is not being managed okay mm-hmm. do you get what i mean so in relationships, it's been proven that like they'll be in a relationship with a man and the man has a hold on the money, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. In Islam, no, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> Listen, if I make the money, that's my money. My money's my money. Your money's my money too. Yeah, yeah. I was waiting for yeah, that I line. Saying. I was waiting <laughs> for that line. But, but, yeah. but, you, but you get it? But your money is our money and my money ain't your money. Say it one more time. You got what I mean? So my money we're not, is we're my... Not opposed, we're not opposed to money management though, right? Because I'm, I'm all for money no, management. No, no, I'm yeah. cool for that. Because some hoyas, they've yeah, been yeah. tripping with the deheb and the fursa. <laughs> and he has to tell you, you need to chill. <laughs> I'm for the brothers sometimes. Yeah. I'm big on money management. Because yes, yes. I think, I feel like I would manage my man's finances. But my to an extent where like, if she, if you see the way she's spending her money and you're, you're, every single thing, you're like, why did you buy that? Mm-hmm. Why did you do this? Yeah. So I seen that you um bought some new like let's say she bought a TV that's for the oppression. house. That's oppression. That's oppression. You're oppressing me in my own house. Like she feels like she's being chokehold. <laughs> like alakulhal financial manipulation is being on a chokehold. You're on a chokehold. Period. You know what's even worse is that when the men the the men that do let's say for example manage a woman's money, it, 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 where it becomes the dynam- dynamic becomes weird is when you don't know what he's spending. Right. Meaning mm-hmm. you don't know his account. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know what goes in. Your things are paid, but you don't know. And then yet he wants to know every dollar and crook that comes out of your account. How does that how's that fair? Yep. Yeah. I don't it's know you normal. I don't know every crook of you. That's insane. You know, and then you want to know every see that's see the dynamic that's not fair. That's manipulation as well. You know what just scares me that, that we have a plan before we get married and the plan shifts <laughs> the day we get married. That's what scares me about marriage. It's like, fam, we were not saying this in the talking stage. Mm. So what's going on with this? That's why that's why in the Swahili culture we say yeah. somebody with a closed yeah. fist. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the thing is, at least if you're having the conversations like this game, mm-hmm. you're going to get a, a, a vibe, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You can tell someone's gotten headed or somebody that's, that's holding their money in a fist. You Thank can tell. You. Look yeah. how we're answering these questions. Yeah. I can tell based on your answers how you see money, how you understand financial money, and how you don't want to be treated. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the first question is how he knows. He should know. That's not how she wants to be treated. Mm-hmm. And, she, and she's aware. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. going on to the next section, social issues, my question to you guys is... Do you believe in gender roles when it comes to how a relationship and a family should function? Noel, take take the mic. Please take the mic. Uh yes, I believe in gender roles to an extent. So, um, if you live in a household, let's say uh, chores, for instance, mm. 
I come from a very structural family where the girls always did the cooking. I never cooked. I was not the best cooker. I'm not going to lie. I set the table. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a table setter. Um, so I didn't really see my brothers in the kitchen that much, but they would do like man chores. So like, I don't know if there's such a thing as a man chores, but like, Building they were, yeah, they would, they would be like <laughs> vacuuming the two floors, you know, reach back that time had three floors. So they would vacuum the whole carpet and like. Um, mow the lawn and like you know uh, go grocery shopping stuff like that I'll put the groceries away Sim- sim- simple stuff like that maybe I, c- I would I would break it um, when I have children but that's simple gender roles inside a household you know mm-hmm. um, I believe the man should be the breadwinner mm-hmm. I'm big on that mm-hmm. I also would want to be of assistance again I say that word assistance yeah because <laughs> they ain't my job assistance and you know i'm again i'm very big i have two sisters both of them happily married married for over like four years each and i had a stay-at-home mom and i have a sister that worked all four years and they both tell me the same thing <laughs> both of them both of them one was married for 18 years she said do not leave your job work whatever i tell you work and my sister has a happy marriage mm-hmm. her husband takes care of everything and she said there's nothing like dependency when even you know when kids when your kids come from school and they want a trip they go run to their dad they're like dad i want to you know you feel like you want to benefit your kids in different levels and you kind of want to be like i'm just not coming for when there's a boo-boo and there's a you know mommy could come and you know take you back to school shopping too but (laughs) i don't mind i'll i'll use daddy's card and we go back to school shopping (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah gender roles definitely but they could be switched around i don't think they need to be keen and like oh it has to stay this way or it's the marriage is not gonna work you know Mm -hmm. and i'm big i'm not gonna lie you guys you know i always say i like to work i like to make my own money but i'm big on helping my significant other because i feel like two hands are better than one no what do you say the upper hand is better than the lower hand yeah, yeah. so in the end of the day this is your household a lot of times when we look at meher this meher that money this money that we're literally one body this person's gonna be uh my protection and i'm gonna protect him right the garment the garment yeah, right yeah. so i don't want my garment to be shaking it no you don't <laughs> you don't have to be shaking it right so yeah. it's like you have to know your means and you have to know uh what your living standard is mm-hmm. and what you can minimalize yeah. so that you guys can get comfort uh, a lot of times when a, a man sees you and he'll tell me oh my god no you work two jobs and you do this you do that yeah. but it's like i work two jobs but guess what that income is going to go back to my household and it's going to go back to the man that i'm married to and it's oh. going to go back to the kids that wow. i have and that this is not only going to be for my mouth to feed mm-hmm. for the rest of my life so gender With, roles could be switched around but this is the part where men don't understand right of the the significance of his, his money is our money my money is money women will always give to their family always always we're full always. of mercy and always. that's the thing I wish brothers would understand more is that when because they always think that a girl's trying to play them you know mm-hmm. if you notice they're very defensive no she's just trying to take my money yeah, there's a lot of band. controversy you guys and money only because as I've started to cut you off um, a lot of and I hear I don't know if it's a, like a Gen Z thing like this obsession with 50k maheres yeah. and like you guys were saying in the last episode it's never married people talking about this yeah. and it's not people who's been married it's She's a bunch 19, of fam. it's a bunch of 21 year olds <laughs> that like just came into instagram logged in and said 50 came ahead we're She's making salary money from her we're dad. literally making salary and we're not expecting i had four of my closest friends get married and not none of them got a 50 came ahead okay <laughs> All of them educated women. All of them good careers. Subhanallah. They're not getting married. They're not getting married yeah, for the money so anyway. Yeah. So this is all exactly. an illusion. Yeah. But there is a lot of burden on women that tell men, "I want this. I want that. I want this." And if you can't give it to me, I'm not marrying you. Yeah. Yes. There's no. There's no haram in that. But again, we have to go back to the sunnah, right? You have to make marriage easy for you, because this is supposed to be of a barakah and a benefit. It's supposed yeah, right. to be something that's supposed to 
cost less fitna yeah. and putting a burden is what better fit what more mm-hmm. fitna is that you know yeah. so and if you're not man. making it easy for them Noah, you don't love the person then i you think don't so love them. when i hear people like they divide through because of finances i'm like, you like don't how love scary does it get into marriage because i'm even outside of marriage people fight about finances and it's like i don't know well, you know they make very it touchy, my, touchy for subject. example my parents right at the end of the day they have a survival mentality which is why I feel like our parents succeed. If they and they're, if they are still married, they're succeeding. A lot of them, um, and and I will say that like it's because they recognize what's important. When you have nothing to focus on, you focus on each other, mm-hmm. right? And and in a negative way. And so I I mean like finances, it's a it's a tricky subject. But you have to understand, as people of color, money is not being circled back to us. It's it is it, not, not being circled back. And so if you look at the numbers and stats, the amount of brothers exceeding a certain level is very low. Mm-hmm. Does that make them less worthy for marriage? Does that make them incapable? Does it mean their character, characteristics is garbage? No. Mm-hmm. A person's value isn't based on what they make. As right? somebody who doesn't have money yesterday could be rich as hell tomorrow. Yeah. So you never know. As somebody who you meet and they're like, they have all this money tomorrow you marry for that materialistic thing yeah. and Allah something could happen and that money's rip, stripped from him so what now you're leaving yeah and, and the importance at the end of the day is that if you cannot afford to maintain a household and a wife you should fast right yeah, you should fi- you should figure that sort that part out right yeah. for the sisters that have brothers that say they can afford this and it's and, it, and it, they give you your food the back goes on your back they give you a good living a comfortable living mm-hmm. all that stuff and they are and they want to give you your rights mm-hmm. they want to like he wants to give you your rights then you have to ask yourself Fear Allah. <laughs> like he wants to like he wants to fulfill all your rights and he's a good person he's just short here and there i'm not saying sisters marry a like a broke man that's gonna give you one mattress in egypt don't do that <laughs> oh, don't do oh, that no. don't do that don't listen to anybody that I'm tells like, you sister live. i tied my camel so no. let's go no <laughs> tie no, no. more camels brother double <laughs> 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 up spin back when you have five camels <laughs> Like at the end of the day, have standards, okay? But okay, wait. But am I am I wrong if you know if I love someone enough, I'll sleep with you on an air mattress? Because wow. you're a hopeless romantic. This is why we brought Obah to the podcast. No, but that's why she's a hopeless romantic. No, Obah has the definition of a ride or die. Yeah. Ride or die. <laughs> she's definitely. Which, one of those. if there's any brothers that are interested in a ride, <laughs> 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 you got one in the Oh my god, yeah, my DM's gonna be full of broke niggas now. We're rich in the heart. That's all that counts. Rich in the heart. I'm just joking. (laughs) Listen, let me tell you, ladies. I was taught to cook and clean for my man and to cater to. I'm joking. joking. No, nothing wrong with that. Those are gender roles that are good. (laughs) So going back to generals, okay. Let's let's pull away from finance again. Um, Going back to generals, I don't believe in generals to differ from Bella, and that's only because I feel like if you can do it, do it. Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. If you're the woman and you are the one that's making more money than the man, then it is what it is. Then you're the breadwinner and he can be at home cooking the meals. And you, mm-hmm. when you come back from work, you know, like it's not that deep. Um, he can change diapers while you take out the garbage. You can vacuum the carpets and he can go grocery shopping and, mm-hmm. and put it away. And to me, if you can do it, if you're able, do it. You know what I mean? I don't. You're saying that, like generals should be flexible. Yeah, I don't I don't believe in gender roles to begin with. Like I don't think there's a role that's just for a man and a role that's just for a woman apart from like things that are the obvious, you know? Like uh he pays for like do you think for example gender in terms of do you think he should be the provider? Do you think men should be the provider of a household? Uh, Can I be specific in a question? Yeah. If today a guy took you out, who's paying the bill? 
I was, waiting, I was just about to ask her that. Yeah. Like, I, I just want her to ramble. Because you, you, you don't believe I in gender roles, right? So right now, if you go outside and you're, let's say, a man takes you out and you go eat, Honestly. who's paying that bill? I think whoever initiated the date should pay the bill. So more times, if I'm oh, being taken out. She's smart. That was a conventional answer. We yeah. love, we love wow. There was no wrong in that. 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 But guess what? If more I'm times, I know it's up? not you asking exactly. the date, so you know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you're doing with your words. Say what you gotta say with your chest. Oh, you're I smart. I'm not you're playing smart. for a date. You feel me, sister? <laughs> She's not asking nobody on no date. Cause you not paying. No, no, no. <laughs> but listen, okay, this is how I feel about it, though. If he's taking me out the first time, right? Boom, he's gonna pay for it, whatever. I'm always gonna do that fake, like, oh, let me pay for it. And he'll be like, no, 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 I got it. I'll be like, okay, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, okay, the second time, the third time, at some point, I'm gonna be like, okay, let me let me handle it this time because it's not, I don't f- believe in letting one person pay for everything all the time either. You know what I mean? Some girls believe that the man should pay for the date all the time. Financial manipulation. Do you believe mm-hmm. in that? <laughs> no, I don't, I, I don't think that. I, I think okay. if you're married to the person every time, I think there's okay every for, time. You, some people, for you to do one or two. First of all, when you're married, again, I have to put this, people was like, my husband got me this we got each other this okay because exactly. it's coming from both our account brother mm-hmm. i got you your birthday gift from your account thank you so thank your boss that writes the check and i'm screaming wallahi. because people make everything so divided uh, well even my sister told me one day they're like yeah my, my husband will pay rent what did i she was no wall in the end of the day you don't know where that money's coming from because the money i'll tell you one thing one hits on friday the next hits on thursday and it's, you don't know who it's the first person's check that hits <laughs> that's getting paid the bill so yeah. it's a one it's a one-man army Literally. you guys just have to stand firm man. thank you like i don't get this 50 50 debate like listen he's gonna he's gonna pay for this bill i'll pay for the other he's gonna pay for this i'm gonna pay for that i'm gonna buy the groceries he's gonna yeah, some people handle have an the hydro some like, people have an understanding where yeah you know uh, apparently uh Financial people say like somebody has to be saving and somebody has to be spending. If both mm-hmm. of you guys are uh, taking from one pot, there's nobody saving, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, oh, I that's think it's deep. In, yeah, Mr. Ramsey. I, I listen to a lot of financial podcasts. <laughs> I'm trying to get out of Regent Park, man. <laughs> <laughs> my rapping career flopped. My YouTube career flopped. <laughs> I'm still working on nine to five. <laughs> but no, I like. So a card from the Islamic section. My question to you guys is: How do you see your significant other supporting you to uphold your deen? Starting with Hilal. <laughs> of course <laughs> okay um for me i feel like my dean is my responsibility so for me like in the beginning before i come into a relationship i never expect you to be like upholding my religion that's up to me right but i do i expect you to aid me if i fall or if i f- forget and remind me yes Right, mm-hmm. but the responsibility is always placed upon me. Mm-hmm. Meaning, Allah is only going to ask of me what I did with my time, what I did with my worship. He's not going to ask me, "Did your husband remind you? Did your husband push you?" But it would be nice. It would be nice. But uh, if you're going to speak to me specifically, I'm going to be very specific. As Mona said, she wants us to be specific. Uh, for me, I cannot be in a marriage. Period. If the brother is not um, Islamically focused, if he's not Islamically focused, and he's not grinding maybe not like me but similar we will not get along it's just straight mm-hmm. as like that mm-hmm. um, sorry repeat the question <laughs> um how so basically the question is how do you see your significant other supporting you uphold to uphold your dean and upholding your dean okay um i think that starts before you even marry the person right um there's a haq that someone's telling me there's a haq that your kids have on you before you're even born and that's the father that you choose for them mm-hmm. and um the type of person that I want is someone definitely to motivate me. I have to agree with Hilal. 
Um, I want someone to push me to be my best. But obviously, first and foremost, I have to push myself. You mm-hmm. live alone, die alone, you know? Mm-hmm. We're in this dunya together to encourage each other. And um, I just want my husband to definitely push me always to be my best self. And big reminder that your husband can definitely be your way to Jannah. You know, yeah, the hadith. He can make him break you too. The hadith of the Prophet yeah. said, um, the woman who prays her salah, pays sadaqah, uh, fast Ramadan, and her husband is pleased with her Jannah. Any gate. Any gate you gate. want, baby girl. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm a cater to you if you're getting me to Jannah, bro. Period. Yeah. <laughs> what you want? <laughs> Which door, baby girl? No, I think it's it's a beautiful way. And I think people forget that um, that is such an, an important, an easy way to enter Jannah is if your husband's pleased with you. 100%. Obviously, if you marry a merciful and kind husband, then your job will be raha easy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now, if you marry a tyrant, then Good you already luck. know um, it's it's a difficult situation, and you, mm-hmm. and we see an example of Asiya, right? Asiya yeah. and Fir'aun, and mm-hmm. how she was, you know, a kind. But you saw how he treated her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And still, Allah gave her a way out. And mm-hmm. Abed, you know, a lot of people just quickly, you know, in society, a woman who is obedient to her husband is seen as weak. Mm-hmm. You're not weak. It's you're in you're in 2021 right now. If a woman says like, I, I which I don't think this is why I say to girls, be careful of how you speak on how you treat your husbands, because the outside world might think of you and try to put you down for the way you. Treat your husband but there ain't nothing wrong if you love your husband mm-hmm. put him first cater to him you obey him even though that word a lot of women are very sensitive with yeah. mm-hmm. but the reality is the process did say if you do obey your 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 husband mm-hmm. you do get jannah yeah. so yeah. there's no weakness in that you're mm-hmm. actually a strong woman for that aka mm-hmm. it's okay to be a simp thank you, <laughs> thank yes. you. it's okay thank and the thing is and this goes this goes vice versa to the brothers oh, who yep, always yep, feel yep. like they can't be a simp brother what's a simp a man that's good to his wife the man that provides for his wife, mm-hmm. the man that's emotionally engaged and active and present, you should be that that's person. An erect, a, a simp to his wife is not a simp; it's a king, mm-hmm. Akhi. Thank it's you. a king. I, I used to hear that my neighbors. They used to be like, "This guy, there, there's something off about him." I, I asked somebody. I was like, "What was wrong with him?" They said, "He always picks up his kids from school Some on time." Okay. And I looked. I said, "His own kids? <laughs> the one he birthed from his, his own kids? You know?" And Somali community sometimes they see dads worker. What time? When does he have time to get off work and pick up these kids? Whenever he does, it's his kids. <laughs> and also, it's it's crazy. It's it's an interesting d- d- uh, dynamic. But next to the next question, mm. it's a scenario question. Okay. Um, so the scenario question is: If you find out that your partner has been confiding in another person about your marital issues, you thought you were both happy, and there seems to be no reason for this. Is this a major violation? SubhanAllah, I will and go first willingly, willingly. <laughs> Fear Allah, sister, do not befriend somebody that that is not your mahram and that is definitely not my husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, no. you know, women women and men share their marital issues and of that's course. You know, with me, let me tell you something. Like, um, when, you, when you, just like Lule, when you are an open person and you're very, very bubbly like all of us, um, and... Growing up, I was very. I have a lot of guy friends, you know, and, and mm. I, don't, I don't know if they're a conference. I don't know if I should say that, but like, I had a lot of guy friends growing up. Like, it, it'd be normal. They would tell me their problems. I'll tell them my problems. It doesn't really have to be about relationships and stuff. But I've noticed, like, when you start get, becoming an adult, um, a lot of th- that shifts a little bit. Um, people have their respectful boundaries. Mm-hmm. When you're not even married right now, I'm not married, and I, I, I wouldn't want any but any of my guy friends that I maybe grew up with to even tell me anything about their wife unless mm-hmm. it's something that I could aid mm-hmm. or assist them in. Um, mm-hmm. I'm very, very actually against. I always said it. it, it, it 
it turns me off when a guy says I have a female best friend. It happens a lot with these Gen Cs or these new millennials. I don't know what it is. Um, my best animal? friend, my best friend, and it's a boy and a girl all the time. It's very odd. Yeah. You know, when we say friends, we say like, oh, it's guys that used to give you rides from university, stuff like that. But it's like my best friend and that I share a lot of stuff with. It would it really bother me. No, no, me. the marriage is an A and B. Everyone should see their way out. Absolutely. But but the only Roger way that the only Tell way. us why you're here. Yes. <laughs> but the only reason why people should be brought in yeah. is if it's like subhanAllah. Marriage, marriage issues. Yeah. Aside from that, the marriage should always be kept private between you and your yeah. husband. It's all right, isn't it? Isn't and if he right? goes to yeah, another, if he is, goes to is. another person, and oh, let me just say this: if your husband goes to another man, and or anybody, even a female, and tells you your marriage problems, yeah. why he, you think your marriage is going good? Yeah, he's oh. not coming to you. Yeah, absolutely, there's some wrong. Yes, there's something wrong. And, and vice versa. And vice versa. There's yeah. a lot of women that have issues with their husband and don't tell them, but they'll tell their friends. That's that a weird. Same thing. Guess what? To me, that's a major violation. Yeah. yeah, that's a major violation of trust. Yeah, you know nah, what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna be cheese. Oh, cheese. For 100%. me, it's actually like it's a write-off. It's a write-off. I'm gonna be a penalty. Kick him out. That's what I'm saying. Personally, I think for me, that's a deal breaker. It's for the streets. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Yeah. it's a deal break how do you Call go first how do you streets gotta but go even that how does he go and tell your marital issue that you were not aware of That's that you thought you were gucci that you thought you were there for and then he goes and he tells somebody else and then now it's like what that's the worst uh, yeah. to me it's like i know it sounds extreme but that's to me is a divorce no, no you're not extreme that <laughs> is that's a fight man that's a fight i don't know how i can look at you the same way you, you just like what what are, the, you know, what do you are think, the lines do you think like, do you think people are afraid though like a communication sometimes men, men will come like let's say us we're a group of five sisters um, there's a lot of times where my sister's significant others not to have problems but like oh this is what happened did you know uh, and, and what do you think or was I wrong like just one two like you know conversation and you're just like she's my sister but I mean I've been living with her for this much years like you know so mm-hmm. I feel like not deep crazy like no, stories it's pure between marriage you know I'm sorry you think so it's even siblings dis- I feel yeah. it's disrespectful so you yeah. should not how about no. if you have, I feel like I told you I know how to talk to my sister like great no I told you it has to be like borderline like this is real marriage problems in here okay. but aside from that if oh, God, I think the marriage is good and you're going to my sibling why I'm here I'm oh, your wife yeah. come yeah. sit with me tell me again. Communication. Did, listen I didn't like how you treated me let's have a talk Absolutely. why do I have to go outside the doors for that but second of all comprehension. Any, any marital issue you tell to family they'll mm-hmm. always take your side yeah. yeah, absolutely. Those people are family. Yeah, that's, they'll never look at him the same. Never. And that's a very dangerous place to walk. Okay. So how do you think people get through marriage problems then? You just they, they, go to therapy. So they, how do you get through they it? can go to a, a counselor. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes in Somali community a counselor is an elder. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But when you're going to an elder, you've told and informed your wife or your spouse absolutely. that you're going to them. Mm-hmm. There's there's rules that's, and regulations mm-hmm. to this. Yeah, true. I was gonna say um, a lot of the times where you think like you're just telling your siblings or your friends that situation, they don't love that person the way you love them. Thank you. You know? Oh my and God. at the end of the day, whatever my husband does to me, I'm going to forgive him. You know? Inshallah, we're going to move past that. But they don't love him the way I do. Yep. So that's low, little, little situation. But do you think that's when the people say just to play devil's advocate, love is blind. And so if something that it could be detrimental to you, somebody else sees it from the like outer perspective. And Sometimes like, people you're not think blood things. is thicker than water. Yeah. You're their blood. So those little situations they're gonna build up a grudge like for example you know some of my friends that are not married they bring up their dating situations and i'm just like i'm put off so now i don't like that guy anymore mm. you know what off. i'm saying i'm, I'm, put I'm, off. The, I'm always the put off friend i'm the friend with the scissors let's go yeah <laughs> i'm the friend like, i posted his car ready to key it stuff yeah. no, no, no. but like i'm loyal i'm loyal yeah. and then me? she goes back to him next week but and but guys, i'm just but like put off just so. a disclaimer there's nothing wrong with getting there's nothing wrong with getting aid okay there's nothing wrong with doing shura in islam meaning like you get consultation but just make sure who you're going to that's what and you're in agreement yeah you're in agreement with yeah i remember 
marriage is also a contract, you guys. There's stipulations. Mm-hmm. There are rules. There mm-hmm. are boundaries. Mm-hmm. And and that sometimes people don't recognize that there's that as soon as you become single to marriage, there's rules. There's mm-hmm. like certain things you can't cross. And sometimes it's hard to establish what things are. But vibe check will allow you to explore those conversations. Yeah, see, how I did that? I see how I did that? See how I did that? See how I did that? Okay. So um we're at the end of our episode. I wish I could have asked you more questions. It was so good. Um, but the one thing I noticed about this conversation was we kept segueing to different topics because, and that's what the card game is yes. intended to do. That one question turns it to six. Absolutely, mm. right? You and could it, play this game for six hours. Six <laughs> hours. It's so fun. I feel like I didn't even. Know, I feel like I wasn't here when she said ten minutes. I was like, no, ten more. Guess what? We've yeah. been here for an yeah. hour and forty Mashallah. minutes. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Amazing. And 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 when you're getting to know somebody you don't know, you want to know who they are. Mm-hmm. And these topics explore in depth conversations that mm-hmm. formulate and establish a real relationship, mm-hmm. i.e., marriage. This game is not intended for boyfriend and girlfriends. I'm saying that right now. <laughs> this game is intended for marriage. This is halal. This is a halal yeah. game. It's an Islamically mindful game. This mm-hmm. game you can play in front of your parents. Okay, that is yeah. how mindful this game is, Mashallah. and I I really hope people play it. I hope people buy it. I just vibe. Tell people don't be too serious. Don't be like he said that wrong. I don't want to play anymore. You no, know? come on, guys. Yeah, you know playing, we're just playing. here. We're enjoying it. Even I I got to learn these girls so much more on a deeper level. Like you know what? Like I'm gonna have to come to you with my financial problems. Yeah, no, we're definitely <laughs> having a link up after yeah, this. We have no, to. We have to. to. We're we all linking to. up we're after all, this for sure. All. I feel like now I personally feel like that. I feel like I personally feel close to you guys because oh, just hearing oh your perspective it's, it's, it's you know what I'm saying and I think us it's and 40,000 other <laughs> viewers <laughs> <laughs> literally shout out to my listeners <laughs> so I want I hope after this podcast that vibe check numbers go up oh and let me talk about that so for those who are wondering there's a lot of question about vibe check and how to purchase it so we created the product digital student created with their own hard work and labor with the team and it went on this this store in the store this website called kickstart which allows our product to um get the funds pre-order and then when we hit a certain target and our target is ten thousand dollars does the card game go into actual production Mm. and is able to be shipped to you so right now the card game as stands two thousand dollars we have made two thousand dollars in two days and um and and in order for the game to actually come out we have to make 10 Mm. so to all my wonderful listeners of 40k listen i found out last month we made 38 thousand listeners downloads i'm telling you it's crazy we're about to take over i've been telling you guys she has a recipe i've been (laughs) seeing it i'm like this podcast has me on a chokehold like this, like this, <laughs> and Wallahi, on Snapchat people were like, "What podcast? What podcast?" I was like, "What rock do you live under, girl? You better get get into it." No, mm-hmm. I really appreciate the listeners, and it seems to be growing every day. I told you, I, I told my coworker, guys. I told my coworker, yeah, my Pakistani coworker, and she told me literally fifteen episodes. She finished it in two shifts. We have twelve hour shifts in the hospital, so <laughs> wow. she said two shifts. I was like, "How'd you feel?" She was, "Girl, I'm sniffing," and I don't. And people think <laughs> uh, people think I'm Aww. sick, but I'm not. I'm crying, and so that's what this this does, and mm. and and you know. A lot of podcasts sometimes when they're based on da'wah, it could not, I'm not going to say the word boring because the dean is never boring, mm-hmm. but it's, it, it's to not really capture the, the mind, mm-hmm. it's, it's very hard. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, we like to listen to something that's fun, gossip channels, this is that, this is that. You bring, you level up the da'wah. It's like Aww, real 100%. life experiences, da'wah, you know. It, it, it speaks to the everyday mo- person. And that's exactly you know? who I'm trying to speak to. Exactly. Like people often like, like I, I'm i not interested in talking to the person that has a community that is like, you know, they know a lot and they're comfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm only really interested in talking to the person that's struggling. Mm-hmm. Like the one that's like right Broken. now contemplating mm-hmm. like, should I put on the hijab, should I not? Uh, how do I, I want to pray, but I don't know how. Like I, I want to appeal to them because 
they're the ones that need this and I needed that mm-hmm. and I was them Mashallah. you know and Lule yeah can I just say something um, really quick um, for the sisters in Toronto whoever knows a couple years ago there was this word document <laughs> <laughs> this word document with a bunch of questions to ask your potential other okay it. and it and it been doing rounds around yeah. toronto okay it's yep. been in yep. everybody's whatsapp groups yeah. yep. so i have I, it right now I, pull it off. <laughs> I just want to say vibe check is it fam. Yeah, I, I, I wish we had vibe check back in like the day because we struggled man because you yeah. would definitely get through yeah. a lot of stuff quicker easier it's a funner way a lot of people can relate and inshallah may allah reward you guys for oh, all the marriages that's why you guys, all you guys have to go and the, get them to it this is khair and Obviously, we want purchase to this, for this to keep going, right? Yes. And yeah. for this to actually go somewhere, happen, yeah. it has mm-hmm. to be funded. So, and yeah. I, I know you're gonna fight me right now, mm-hmm. but anybody, please, guys, when you listen to this podcast and you go and you are contemplating with life and you feel good, make secret dua for us, guys. And Muna, and Muna, and Muna, and Jonathan, and Jonathan, and Jonathan, just the whole crew, guys. Make dua. Each guest you guys hear, even one sister benefits you. Not only are you helping them and you try to help them with your wealth, but also make dua for them in private that Allah gives them success until the end of time. And may Allah Taala protect the sisterhood. And may Allah Taala make it blessed. And may Allah Taala make it all reach the end of the world. Worldwide. Worldwide. May Allah bless my listeners. I love you guys so much. I don't know if I say it enough, but I love my listeners. We love you. I we love, love, you. I love, I love you. I love all of them all around world, international. I hear you. I read your messages. And I am so proud of so many of you that have changed your life because of the podcast. And and I just want to say it's not just me and Muna. This is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He is talking to you directly. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, he's going through the podcast, but he is speaking to you. Mm-hmm. That is why you feel touched. That's why you feel moved. And that's why you want to change your life. Mm-hmm. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless you Ameen. and to make it easy Ameen. for you Ameen. and to, uh, to to reach your milestones. And uh, ultimately, ultimately, mm-hmm. I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants you the highest level of Jannah. Ameen. Ameen. Link up in Jannah. We all finna link up. We finna link up. I told you. I told so, you. Ten toes down. Ten to- and so I'm ending it off like this. We are at a 8K um, target. We're trying to get to uh, 10K. So inshallah, even if you're not interested in the game, don't uh, purchase. Buy for a friend. Because every money that goes in, that is bought, all the money goes to TDS to Mm -hmm. continue this podcast because it's expensive, honey. We are just confirmed to lock season two, but we still need funding for uh, the production, the actual work, the tireless effort when it puts in and editing and um, content creating. It's it's a lot of work, but we are dedicated. We want this for you guys more than ever. Wallahi. And I love you guys all. And um, thank you, Adar, for having us. No, thank you for all. coming, thank you guys. I'm so honored. 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 So honored. I love you guys. It's, it's, it's beautiful. It's been, it's been real d- TDS. Don't <laughs> know. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. So but, but, but. On, that, on that note, this episode was brought to you by Beautiful Light Studios. Thank you to Muna Sheikh Umar for producing this beautiful podcast, sis. I love you. I love you so much. Um, if you're interested in buying Vibe Check, go to our Instagram page. Hit the link at Kickstarter, www.kickstarter.com slash digital street. Well, actually slash vibe check. Um, and yeah, give us a follow, share the podcast. And yes, I will be back next week in your ear, in your speaker, telling you a good story. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Wow. That's a wrap. Woo! That's a wrap.